Hi there, listeners. This is David. So, as you'll hear, this episode got a bit loose, let's say. Uh, there are a few creaking noises towards the end of the episode. Michaela may say differently, but I maintain that this is from her leaning on the kitchen table and causing it to creak fairly frequently. It's not a podcast ruining experience, but if you are wondering what's happening, yeah, you'll probably see why that might have happened later on. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that does not advocate the cool vice of drinking to excess. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Never advocate that. I can't make vodka pouring noises. So <laughs> I don't know what to do. No. This is the episode that mm-hmm. teaches us that beer bad. <laughs> but Michaela, I thought, and bear with me on this, beer good? Foamy. I've heard it's foamy. I've also heard it's foamy. <laughs> so this is beer bad, as you may have guessed. We're very excited to talk about it. Woo! Original air date, November 2nd, 1999. Let's get turned to the legal limit, keeping in mind drinking laws of the relevant district. (laughs) Delightful. Keep it clean, kids. So in French, this episode is known as Breuvage du Diable, which is the devil's beverage. (laughs) Which is like way more intense. And if you thought that was bad, just wait for German. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to butcher this as I do. Das Bier der Bosen den Kunstart. The beer of evil thinking. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> like, I'm just imagining that... Buffy stumbling around <laughs> saying the beer of good thinking. Yeah. And Xander saying no. The beer of evil thinking. I mean, maybe that's what they say in German. Nine! Never know. <laughs> das beer of evil thinking. <laughs> yeah, right. Here we go. Oh. This was a great episode, and I don't see why it's got all of the hate that it does. It is ranked literally lowest <laughs> on the IMDb rankings. <laughs> it has a 6.0 out of 10. It does. It really does. So the second lowest episode, which is later in this season, is a 6.3. <laughs> That's the house sex one. Yeah, and house sex. Bad Eggs has a 6.4. <laughs> so like... Hurt me real bad. But... I have a fun fact for you. Mm, fun fact. This episode received an Emmy nomination for outstanding hairstyling for a series. <laughs> Your face is so worth it. Are you kidding? I mean, are they just handing out Emmys on the street corner now? I mean, like, what the fuck is happening? Emmy nomination, okay? Oh, nomination, yeah. Yeah, so. What but, no? I what mean, part of this? Because it's by episode you were saying, right? Yeah. Not by series. No, because usually for things like that, like I think it's by episode. It's like this, like because Hush itself has an sure. Emmy, right? Okay. What in this <laughs> episode, hair wise, garnered an Emmy nomination? Um, their caveman hair. <laughs> no, their caveman hair is. It looks good for caveman hair, I guess. I have multiple pictures in the Dropbox about hair. So. Okay. Good. <laughs> anyway, this previously on, we get to see some Parker. Woo! Our favorite. Some Xander no college trubs. Oh, trubs. And double werewolf. Ooh. Well, we don't know it's double werewolf yet. No. The sexy lady that Oz is looking at. Who has a killer coat. 
Killer coat. Yeah. Werewolf coat, if I've ever seen one. Listen, <laughs> that's a vampire coat. Okay. Oh. Don't you try to tell me that's a werewolf coat? And also, has Oz taken like. off his werewolf coat this season? No, <laughs> not not a single time. He really hasn't, right? He lives right? in it. <laughs> he shows up everywhere, and they're like, hey guys, this guy's a werewolf, so just so you know. <laughs> Look at his fucking coat. <laughs> uh, we start today's episode by uh, having Buffy do some slayage, kicking the hell out of some vampires, and this music that's playing is amazing it's so intense it's so good it's 90s heavy rock it's just like Buffy's kicking ass fuck yeah I can see this and I'm like this is not a terrible episode yet and we're five whole seconds in and I don't know if you noticed this but like Buffy was wearing a lot of leather because I feel like in her mind that made her like more badass she was wearing leather pants for sure yeah for sure Mm -hmm. for sure it turns out that it is all a dream sequence. Mm. Parker was there and he was like, oh, Buffy, will you ever take me back? But then, oh, no, it's a dream sequence and Buffy's just daydreaming in class. Yeah. And then we see that she's doing this daydreaming in class because several rows in front of her in this first year psych class. Why is Parker what in their psych class? What is he doing there? What is he doing there? <laughs> anyway, yeah, Parker's there. <laughs> For some reason. Parker, the upper year. I mean, he probably just takes that class every year. And he's like, hey, freshman girls, like, what's up? Psych class is cool. I'm so deep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of getting the feeling that you don't like Parker. Uh, I don't know where you got that from. You're always reading into things that I'm not saying out loud. But hey, (laughs) the class lecture material is relevant to the story. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) It's all about how id is the controlling force that... Is always hungry and aroused. And that's basically what's up with the id. Yep. And Buffy goes back into daydreaming. Honestly, the the please take me back speech from Parker with this time, like his shirt's (laughs) undone. He's got the flowers. (laughs) He's got the ice cream. It's all amazing. His shirt, though, uh, I can direct you to the Dropbox for his shirt. Oh, I'm very excited about this. It's... A striped dress shirt in what looks to be purple and pink. And you're like, man, Buffy, you got to get a better daydream than that. It's hard to tell. But Mm. regardless, it's just so baggy. And like, why does he have a shirt at all? Right. I guess is really my question. Why doesn't he just rip his hell like Xander? Yeah. Or like wearing a tight tank top like Angel when he would occasionally remember to put a shirt on. (laughs) Oh, Angel. Him and his shirts. (laughs) What a goofy fella. But... This, as we sort of leave this final bit before the uh, cold open's done, we get into our first segment, Michaela. All right. This is a little segment that we like to call Tricky Wiki. Bureaucrat Conrad, you are technically correct. The best kind of correct. Guards! Bring me the forms I need to fill out to have her taken away. Ooh, is that how the wiki lied to you about something? Mm -hmm. Not quite lied. But I'm going to say I would describe the wiki as technically correct in the way that a villain might be. Yeah. Right. No, like this whole vampires bullshit. Yeah. There are vampires in this episode because they're in a dream sequence that Buffy has Uh. and nowhere else. And I'm like, wiki, fuck you. But it's technically correct. It is technically correct. Man, did you notice that one of those vampires in the dream sequence looked a lot like... Our boy BBV. <gasps> you mean boy band vampire? <laughs> I knew you were gonna know. Of course I fucking know that. 
Yeah. I did not. He, I like, wonder if it's had, the same guy. Well, or like, or like they've like put the same coat on him. His like mm. sweet like red leather coat. They've got to just have a common pool of Vamp vampire. Yeah, vampire clothing. And like, I mean, it's probably a lot of the time it's the sta- same stunt guys. Yeah, because they've got the same stunt crew yeah. that they are used to working with. And like, you know, one vampire looks about the same as another one. No one's going to notice. They've already got the face cast yeah. that we talked about. They need that face cast. I feel like I just sounded really racist saying that I can't tell vampires apart. <laughs> and I'm, like, really sorry about that, guys. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> Post-cold open. We right. get some sweet college guitar music. I'm not sure, like, what the genre of college rock really is. But they've chosen a prime example of it for the establishing shot of the school. Mm. It's like, hey, we're in college now. Like, sort This of like, is what we listen to. Like, shitty indie bands. Mm. Right? Yeah. Very much of that genre. Yeah. <laughs> we learn that Xander's tending bar at a local pub, and he's faked an ID to do so. This? You know, actually... For an episode that's all about morality, Xander really doesn't get his, no. you know? Like, There's no comeuppance. He gets no comeuppance for his... I mean, arguably, he's done the worst thing yeah. in this episode. He's, he's serving beer to underage people while being underage. Yeah, I think... I mean, is that a felony? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds excessive. It's a felony in Canada. We Certainly. have those, right? Uh, mm. <laughs> Most of my knowledge of the legal system is from the U.S. and just popular culture that we've absorbed. I don't even really know what a felony is. It's like a bad crime. Right. Yeah, don't do bad crimes, kids. They hate giving beer to minors in the States, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Drinking age of 21, that's insane. The fake ID is fun. I really like it. He's got, like, a (laughs) ridiculous fake mustache. It's so good. And you're like, so A, no one would buy this. B, clearly the barman doesn't give a fuck and just is, like, desperate for someone to work there. And, yeah, Xander's like, oh, guys, it's going to be so easy. You just serve drinks to people. And you're like, yeah, Xander, this is going to really work out for you. I'm very excited for you. So I'd like to direct your attention to a second file in the Dropbox. This is so exciting. All these files are so early. Tattoogate.png. Oh, I see. So... I guess I should have called it Tattoo Watch, really. No, no, this is a gate. This is a gate? Okay. The scandal is that Nicholas Brendan seems to have a tattoo on his bicep that they've been trying to keep covered up till now. Yeah. And for the most part, it wouldn't be that difficult because I think it'd be covered by a a short sleeve shirt. Unless it's this exact situation. Where where you're shooting past his chest to look at the bicep as he's extended extended his arm. Because, yeah, I think if his arm wasn't extended, you wouldn't be able to see it still. So they probably don't. Yeah. Why would they ever bother bother to cover that? Right. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, let's let's just let's give them the benefit of the doubt, as I love to do. Mm -hmm. But maybe when Xander was working at whatever... I don't know, what was it, a strip club? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is continuity. Right? Maybe he got a tattoo there. His new life of debauchery. Ooh, that was a good word, Michaela. Thank you, Michaela. <laughs> Help. I'm trapped here with her. This was all your idea. It might have been mine. Who remembers? It was all Michaela's idea. Who remembers? <laughs> I'll also point your attention to Buffy's outfit right now. I know. So she's paired a daring orange tank top with a bright yellow skirt. And actually in the previously scene, in the previous scene, she had a, an olive sweater on top of this. Oh, she did. Like a cardigan. Yeah. It was olive. 
So with you've got skirt? Olive mm. with the bright green or bright orange and then the bright yellow skirt. No, thank you. <laughs> No, thank you. Willow's also rocking some excellent shirtage here. And, like, her skirt is also floor length. Like, it's just the time of super long skirts. And, like, maybe they're in college, so it was cool to have a super long skirt in college. I prefer it to the mini skirts that we yeah. used to see. It is God, way those were horrible. Like, this shirt on Buffy, like, this is, I don't know, I just feel like the style of it is very much like a 12-year-old would be wearing it. It's just too cutesy, I think. It's very cutesy. And I really hate it. We need to talk about Willow's shirt. It's like flowers bonkers. It is bonkers. It's very Wicca lesbian. It's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Xander's gonna be wearing a pretty crazy-ass shirt later. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Buffy's still hung up on Parker (sighs) or some nonsense. Yeah. Great, we're not sick of hearing about this yet. At least we won't forget about him. Do you remember that other guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Name nope. started with a an S. Steve. Steve, <laughs> Steve Holt. <laughs> God. We're the same person. Woo! It's okay, though. As we see, Xander, Xander does suck at tending bar. Okay, wait. Can we just talk about how ADR that penis line was? Oh my God. It's so ADR for no reason. And, like, it's... It's just so obvious. Like, it's it very obvious. It has such a different sound quality from the rest of this scene. And you're like, did he just not say it loud enough in the scene, maybe? Must have been. Yeah. Because he really hits the penis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he practiced that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. So Xander sucks at tending bar. Buffy's come to the pub and she gets a nice <laughs> call at uh, calling Riley fat. <laughs> yeah. No, she just like straight up calls him gigantic or like <laughs> you takes take up, up a lot, lot of space. space. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. Oh, I've decided. I've been like really waffling on this, but what to call him. Because mm. like last week I think I was calling him Rai Rai. Rai Guy. I think we should call him Rai Fi. Rai Fi. Because his last name is Finn. Now, oh! <laughs> that doesn't quite make the right noise, but Rai Fi is just so good. Rai Fi works. Okay, cool. I'm okay with that. So yeah, Rai Fi, I'm, <laughs> I'm really impressed. Buffy gives a prodigious lack of shits about Riley and vice versa. And they're running out of time until they have to hit that sex house episode like (laughs) they've got a lot to pack into now what 17 episodes yeah but yeah you know (laughs) like well it's weird because from riley at least i was getting the vibe that like he was sort of happy to see buffy yeah but like when she clearly was like you know fixating on parker he was kind of like okay no big deal sure because he's like a reasonable human being Mm -hmm. and it's just so much like oh look at Riley hates Parker too and thinks that the things he does are wrong. <laughs> what a great dude. <laughs> <laughs> Upstanding gentleman. Mm-hmm. But they really they do have an arc to go through sure, yeah, and sure. Riley's not going to be here next season. Who's to say? <laughs> He's not. He's really not. I don't think. Who's to say? You have no idea now. <laughs> I don't. I'm just... I'm so conflicted. God, if he is a character next season. It's great stuff, man. Terrible. I'm sure that doesn't happen. Anyway, some dude comes along and starts ragging on Xander for no reason. I have a picture in the Dropbox. Oh, Because you're just going to blaze right by these bangs. Are you joking? Oh, my God. (laughs) Those are so unfortunate. That's not a good way to frame that face. So this, like, sorority girl that Xander is, like, kind of chatting her up. And, like, 
The worst part is, she has an amazing bone structure. Like, look at her cheekbones. Her face is amazing. And they've given her this bananas haircut where she has, like, five-year-old bangs. And the rest of her hair just, like, kind of sits above her chin. <laughs> You've got to assume that she came onto set with that haircut, though. Right? She walked on there being like, they this is reasonable. They hired this girl based on these bangs. <sighs> And she's wearing a really killer twin set that is actually a tube top. You can't really Ooh. tell in this in this shot. Holy but shit. When she shows Xander her pin, you see that there's no strap. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's like a pearl encrusted. Right. It's got purple. things embedded in the twin set. Yeah. No, it's delightful. I knew Holy I knew you hell. see, I take these I take these screenshots and I'm like, what am I even doing? Dave's gonna be all over this bang <laughs> But no, I'm wrong. Well, but I was right. I'm wrong and right. <laughs> yeah, that's a general description of you. <laughs> wrong first. Always <laughs> wrong first. Uh, but yeah. then, right, yeah, so we get the real hoity-toity type, right, coming up and... I mean, this guy walks up and you're like, man, I hope he's not going to be too pretentious. It's going to be really difficult for me to watch. Oh, man. But sassing the bartender is traditionally how you get your beer spat in. Right? Like, that's the guy who's giving you alcohol. You know, like, he has all the power, doesn't he? And not today. No. No. Apparently, he can't even demand ID from this fellow. Who's clearly underage. Clearly underage. I hope he gets his comeuppance for that. How do bars in America work? Well, yeah, because, like, having a pub... the honor system? Having a pub... At, on a college campus, doesn't that seem insane? Are the vast majority of the students going to be underage? Three quarters or yeah. more? Yeah. Yeah. That's that seems insane to me. It's crazy pants. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I, I guess it I would guess that it's the kind of thing where, yeah, it's sort of like a wink wink. Hey, everyone, when's your birthday? February twelfth. What year? Every year. Everyone has like a really shitty fake ID. Yeah. No one really checks. I don't know. Wait, you, you changed your name to McLovin? <laughs> McLovin? What kind of a stupid name is that, Fogel? What are you trying to be, an Irish R&B singer? And then Buffy manages to spill her another beer on a different guy. She pulled this thing on Riley where she, like, bumped into him, yeah. spilling his beer on him, which, difficult to do somewhat, and then does it again on a different guy, and you're like, this is intentional at this point. Well, because, I mean, she's just looking for someone to feel sad for her, and Riley wasn't really on board for that. Right. But this guy is like, oh, everything he says, you just want to punch him in his... Stupid face. Okay, so she's run into a frat guy. Ugh. Then second frat guy, the one who sassed Xander, comes up to like be beside him. So gross. But then you get this line of four frat guys mm. that are all just perfectly captured by the camera as being slightly staggered. So you can see each of their faces, but they just recede into the distance. Mm. It's the creepiest, douchiest thing I've ever seen. And I swear they're seconds away from just chanting, bros, bros, bros. <laughs> And then later saying wastedly, oh, I love you, man. Have I ever just told you? Except like... I love you. They would somehow say it more pretentiously. As Napoleon once said, I love you, man. <laughs> yes. I mean, anyone who brings up Thomas Aquinas in just like casual conversation needs to be slapped. Yeah, fuck that guy. Oh, fuck boy. all these guys. Like, they're... they're the worst. And it's funny, like... Because, I mean, I have the perspective of probably having watched this when I was, like, 
in high school, right? Oh. And then they're saying a lot of things that sound smart. <laughs> and so, and like when you're, I'm like 16, so I'm not really listening to what they're saying. And now I hear them talking and I'm like, you're a jackass. It's like, so good. The hindsight is amazing. Oh, it's amazing. They've managed yeah. to perfectly peg these assholes oh, yeah. at the sort of pseudo intellectual side of mm-hmm. things where now you're just like, wow, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But as a kid, I'm sure it comes off as like, oh, those guys are smart. Yeah, you're like, oh, they're using such big words mm. and they're talking about things that are probably like world issues at this current time. But no, they're just jackasses. Sometimes I have like anxiety flashbacks to being a youth and I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm out. I've made it. <laughs> That's no longer who I am. Or you see a bunch of youths having a stupid youth conversation, <sighs> saying the dumbest things. And you're like, that was, I never said those things. Oh, no, I know Yo, that I said those things. definitely did. I and definitely did. Everyone I did. just don't want to be trapped back in that horrid time. Like if someone had a video of you saying absurd mm. things 10 years ago, they shouldn't show that at your wedding. <laughs> very angry with you right now. <laughs> That's because I'm a garbage person. But, Dave, double werewolf. Mm. <laughs> Double werewolf! Woo! Woo! So, this is what? We're at the bronze? Yeah, yeah. Is happening? Because, like, Oz and Willow had a bronze date. It's going to be super cute. Sure. And then Veruca is here. She's, like, laser eyes at Oz. There's several ways of singing with a microphone. <laughs> or employing a microphone in general. There's mm. the correct way in which the microphone is pointed at your mouth. Right. There's the way that most of the executives of companies that I've seen do, mm. where they hold it against their chest right. so that they may not be heard. There's Just in case, yeah, they don't want people to really hear them. No, right? it's bad. Then there's the way that Veruca, the second werewolf, has gone with hers, where it looks like she's about to start making out with the microphone I think at that's any what time. It is, right? And it's like a lot of fondling of the microphone stand. And just like kind of like moving around it. Yeah. Like she's like orbiting the microphone. She's like going in for the kill. <laughs> Her mouth is always fixed on the microphone's heart so that she might strike a killing blow faster. And, like, this chick always does this. Like, we have not seen the last of her doing that. Oh, (laughs) no. 100%. She loves to sing like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're watching it, and you're like, I'm so uncomfortable. Like, do her and the microphone want to be alone, or, like... Yeah, I should clearly not be watching any of this. (laughs) Oh, like, oh, I'm I'm intruding. Yeah, you're intruding, exactly. It's very weird. It's almost as weird as her like short camo blue camo pants yeah with high heel boot combination yeah when i say they're short pants i mean like flood pants right they're flood pants yeah Yeah. exactly her ankles would still be bone dry or cuffs i guess uh even though her ankles were soaked hey they're working my feet are soaked but my cuffs are bone dry everything's coming up millhouse well She's got her heels, too, so she's just safe. Oh, man. From fall flood. I built this house like Noah built his ark. Ready for flood. Yep. This house is floodproof. Can we talk about Willow's shirt, though? Yeah, go for it. Do so it up. It's a different long sleeve shirt than she was wearing earlier that day. Yeah, I guess she earlier changed. That day. Well, Buffy changed, too, so that's not that unreasonable. Everyone changed All for the time. everything. Yeah. yeah. It, so it's a long sleeve shirt. The center of it, like the torso, mm. is very similar to her last shirt and right. feeling. The sleeves, though, the sleeves are fuzzy. They're like a fuzzy brown wool sort of material. Uh Maybe a felt. Who knows? But it's 
only the sleeves. Yeah. Her torso is not fuzzy at all. And like, her arms to be warm, but not the rest of her. Maybe this is the evolution, you know, that we go from last season Willow with all of her fuzzy sweaters. Oh, where she was a like cat with her hackles up. Now she's, bit. yeah. Yeah. Abandoning the fuzziness. But like slowly, you can't just all at once. No, cold turkey, cold turkey doesn't no. work. Everyone like, knows yeah, that. Yeah, you'd literally be cold. Like, <laughs> and literally a turkey then, perhaps. Probably. But yeah, this scene's pretty pretty heartbreaking, honestly. Willow is not happy about being ignored, and Oz is very ignoring. Well, he's really acting not like Oz, mm. right? Like, he's just... So clearly there's, like, some sense he has of Veruca. Yeah. Because he's sort of, like, before she even starts to sing... He looks at the stage and is like, oh, it's that girl. And She's in shadow at that point. Yeah. And like, he doesn't know her. He knows their drummer or whatever. And yeah, you're just like, man, he's really staring at her and she's really staring at him. And like, neither of them feel weird about this. You say it's not Oz-like, but it's also, he's a werewolf, right? Right. I'm assuming she's a second werewolf. I mean, it'd be insane if it was anything else. If she's a vampire, for instance, that's crazy. (laughs) So then, I have only seen her in the darkness. No, (laughs) but you've got this overriding feeling, right? Like, sure, it's not regular Oz, but But Oz is different now. He went through phases. Yeah, (laughs) clearly something else is going on. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I sort of feel like, like, so, okay, let's let's just say she's also a werewolf. Yeah. But, like, to have her also be in a band, like, isn't that, like, a little much? Yeah, they could have done without that. And, like, Willow even complains about it. Like, oh, Ruka's in a band. Isn't yep. she cool? Oh, Willow's just your groupie. <laughs> her voice when she's imitating everyone, yeah. including herself. My name's Ruka. I'm in a band. Oh, I'm Oz. I'm in a band, too. Oh, and this is Will. Oh, how fun and creepy. It's good. Uh, yeah. It's real good. Let's just briefly discuss the name Veruca. Mm. Because we know... From Wikipedia, the disambiguation page, that Veruca has five uses. There's Veruca, the recurring Buffy the Vampire Slayer character. (laughs) Right, good. There's Veruca Salt, the Willy Wonka character. There's Veruca Salt, the rock band, Mm -hmm. named after the Willy Wonka character. There's the Veruca Gnome from the Discworld Hogfather book. Okay. Which is named after Veruca, which is another name for a wart. (laughs) Huh. So what they all have in common... Is that they're all referencing a wart? That's what it sounds like. Because that's definitely what the Willy Wonka character is all about. Oh. Is she's a bad person. Right. And her name is just like wart spelled slightly different. Wart salt? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Gross. And I would suspect that most of, I mean, so the band is referencing that character. I assume then like because of that movie, the name Veruca would have like sort of gotten into pop culture. Maybe. And most people probably didn't go to the Wikipedia Veruca disambiguation page. But that's like, that's what the word means. <laughs> Why like, do you name that. your kid that? You wouldn't name your kid that. But like, maybe I've only seen Willy Wonka and I'm like, hmm, that terrible little girl in Willy Wonka is called Veruca. That's a pretty sick name. It's, maybe she'll grow up to be a werewolf. Who knows? It's a pretty sickening name. Right, whatever. Anyway, we Words can move gross. on from this. Chug, 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 um, smort. Just just insufferable. And, like, so they're drunk, whatever. They're going on about how, like, oh, if people had just, like, done philosophy drunk, like, you know, we wouldn't have the problems we have today. As if, 
beer was invented in the last like 50 years right people were constantly drunk all the time throughout history like what history is just a bunch of drunk people yeah instead of having water they had to sanitize with alcohol right they were just constantly drunk all they did was drink wine it wasn't beer but like same shit man yeah and he's like oh yeah like they should have had beer you're like fuck you like, what are you talking about? Anyways, Cal Penn's hair is insane. Cal Penn. Yeah. Isn't that Superman? It's Harold and Kumar. Oh, what's Superman? Is he? Oh, he might also be in Superman. No. <laughs> Superman's name is Cal... Kal-El. Yay! That's so different. It's the same! <laughs> well, anyways, Cal Penn is in this episode. How exciting. You're sure. You're not excited about it. Oh. His hair is so crazy. Do you have a Dropbox thing about it? took a picture of it but i was like dave doesn't need this in the dropbox it's fine i don't He'll need it. know it's okay it's bananas hashtag black frost is the only beer oh they love black frost they love black frost give me that black frost and like it was at this point that i thought to myself so this bartender i mean obviously i already knew what he was doing mm-hmm. and like these guys love black frost love therefore it. you you poison the black frost sure thing but the black frost that xander gives them like comes out of the tap yeah. So anyone who drinks Black Frost is going to consume this, let's just call it poison. Sure? Right. And like, so this is what happens to Buffy. But so like, do no other people who frequent this bar drink Black Frost? No, the bartender just doesn't care about who gets hurt by his antics. Like, I just, I guess maybe he would have the same feelings towards everyone in the bar. Yeah. Because they're basically all... It's all these like, pseudo-intellectual... Assholes. Uh, yeah. Douchebags that come in and... Think right. they're so much better than them, and yeah, he just. I'm surprised he didn't poison all the bats, honestly, or all the kegs. That's true. He could have just poisoned everything. Yeah, had a good old time of it. Giver, man. Like I was way surprised at how constrained the plot's he, scope like, was. Specifically hated those guys, though. Probably. Just fucking go everywhere, man. It's fine. Does is Buffy the one that says my mother always said beer was evil? Yep. And they're like, no. Beer's not evil. Beer's amazing. And this, I think this is when the yeah. horrible philosopher yeah. conversation starts. So next day, Buffy is sitting really close to the, t- to the TV watching it with these like insane butterfly pajamas on. <gasps> the butterfly pajamas. They're so good. <laughs> yeah. No, they're great. They're really good. They have such big butterflies. Huge. And they're everywhere. And there's so many of them. And it really just is like, like, okay, I don't want Buffy to have sexy pajamas. Mm, like, no. this is what I want her to have. But this also feels like if Joyce was wearing these pajamas, I'd be like, that's on brand for Joyce. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really complaining. I don't know what my point is. They're amazing pajamas. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Buffy's pretty hungover and also possibly beginning to be a caveman. Dun, dun, dun. Like at this point, you're like, so is she still drunk? What's even going on? Why is she acting so stupid? Okay. When she tells Willow. <laughs> so, so she tells Willow bad things happened. Yeah. And Willow's like, oh, no. Was it Parker? And she's like, no. It was four, four guys. guys. And like, you see Willow? She's horrified by this. But then she like tries to accept it. Yeah. And she's just like, okay, Buffy. She's a good friend. Yeah, man. And then when she asks Buffy about the group sex. <laughs> hey, man. College is a uh, wild time. funny. That's funny <laughs> oh, I love that she comes away with that impression. No, it's not true. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They're in lecture later on. Buffy tried to like walk out into the hallway just wearing her pajamas. And clothes are a good idea. 
Buffy's stupid and hungry and snatches a sandwich from the girl sitting in front of her. Did you see how huge her ring was? Because I have a thing about it. In the Let's drop go to the Dropbox. <laughs> not that, not that. Whoa! <laughs> it's so big. She's eating this sandwich and I'm like, well, careful, Buffy. You're going to catch yeah, your ring. Yeah, get the ring in there. <laughs> it's so big. It's just like this giant pink sparkly. I don't even know. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Return to form. Yeah. That's good. Like, I don't even know. Like, what what are the ring rules, you know? No, I don't know. It's all just crazy times, though. Uh, and, oh, so, I mean, yeah, it's like her id has taken over, right? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Does. Uh. Next scene. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that Michaela has some, some shouty notes. They're really sarcastic. Okay, I've got a segment for us. Uh. Blinded me with science. Oh, uh. Blinded me with science. How accurate it all is. Look at the colors. <laughs> I mean, this is real chemistry. Like, oh, not that this. fake shit Michaela does uh, all the time. Like, every single chemistry trope is here. You've got yeah. different, yeah. like, beakers full of uh, different colored liquids. Yeah. You've there got were, like, the swirly pipe. Of- there are multiple kinds of flasks, even. There are multiple know? kinds of flasks. Everything's bubbling. Yeah, everything. And then so it, many Bunsen burners. It all just goes through the final, like, the swirly fucking, pipe. swirly pipe. And to a, a drip feed. Yep. Why? Like, all of this is somehow contributing to a single drop coming at the end. Yeah. Like, they just took the set dresser and said, we want chemistry. Mm-hmm. And he was like, chemistry? And they're like, yeah, all of the chemistry things. And he set this up. And I've got to think this is a standing set that they were reusing from something else. Oh, for sure. It's just got to be like, you don't ruin this sort of work of art by taking it apart, right? You just leave it around for anyone that needs stock footage of chemistry. And I mean, maybe this wasn't even, like, maybe the vast majority of it was not even their own footage. Maybe it is just literal stock footage of chemistry happening. I would not be surprised. (laughs) It's super authentic chemistry. There's just, I'm like, just so many things bubbling. (laughs) And most of them, you're like, are they even connected to, like, the final thing? No. I don't think they are. They're completely ancillary. No. That's good, though. It Honestly... Because you you see some of these things, right? Or you hear like, oh, it's got every trope in the book. It's yeah, ju- it's done every cliche, and you're like, ah, uh, it hit like two or three. This one, they managed them. to squeeze onto a what two foot by four foot table. Yeah, every single thing that you would want to see in chemistry. Yeah, happening all together, except for a guy pouring different colored liquids into di- into the different flasks and having them change color. Oh, and smoke coming out. Oh, yeah. there is a lack of smoke. Shit. There were vapors. Like there the are thing, vapors. There was a round bottom flask they had labeled acid. Right. And that one was like very clearly evaporating because that was what was condensing in yeah. the, the twirly thing. It, it was amazing yeah. though. It's so good. And then, oh no, it's all dripping into a... Black Frost. Black Frost. The only beer. <laughs> Yep. Oh, God. Poisoning that. It's good times. So then, yeah, we get the frat guys drinking with, with Buffy. Buffy again. Yeah. Yeah, here she is. Another and, like, night. so they're they're already very drunk. He does the worst pour I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then, like, there's no foam at all. Oh. And you're just, like, so, I mean, I know this isn't actually beer because it's a TV yeah. show. But, like, can we at least pretend, maybe? 
Yeah, that'd be good. Xander's watching Buffy in a concerned way from the bar. Which he should be, because she's really, like, you know, she is underage. Which I know that the the episode is really making a big deal about how terrible that is. But, like, she's also in a pretty vulnerable place, yeah. right? Where she, like, still hung up on Parker and, like, isn't really dealing well with what happened between them. And now she's just, like, hanging out with these four random dudes getting super drunk with them. Like, Xander should be concerned. That's not really great behavior from her. I got genuine laughs out of Xander's interaction with the young girl that comes up. Because the entire time through this episode, he's been like, I'm now a bartender. Like, has the lighter ready? Tell me your troubles. He's got his towel. He's trying to go full bartender on everything. And it just hasn't been working. He tried it with Bangs Girl before. And she was just not having any of it. And then Frat Bro came up and ruined all that. Mm -hmm. This girl does the exact right thing. She sure does. The thing that he wanted the entire time. (laughs) She's like, do you have a light? He's holding up of the no smoking (laughs) sign. And he doesn't even look at her. Doesn't even look at her. Doesn't say a word. Just holds up the sign and then puts it back down. This is a this is a good episode. <laughs> That's a crazy stance to take. I have a picture of Cigarette Girl in the Dropbox mm. because, like, honestly, she's just as bananas as Bangs Girl, but like in a different way. I think she's quite fetching. Yeah, I just feel like everything about her is super early two thousands. It is. I'm like, I I don't know something about this shirt. I don't know. Doesn't it seem like? The upper part of her body is too long. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know why. Oh, she doesn't have any support. That's true. That's probably what it is. Because, yeah, she has sort of like a halter thing happening, but, like, it's not tied very tight, maybe. It's way down low. Yeah, I don't know. And then it just makes it her, like, chest look so long. Well, she's got one arm up on the bar, mm. too, and it's up higher than oh. it should be. So that just elongates that part of her body. But, like, look, her hair is ending at the same place as the other girls. Yeah. You know? It curls in and then points at the lips. And she doesn't have insane bangs. She has just, like, a normal... Yeah, normal bangs. Like, it's it's normal. And, like, I just... I was really obsessed with this girl, too. All right. I'll give you that. I think she looks quite nice. Buffy's getting stupid. And the frat guys are getting Neanderthal-like. And, like, Buffy is... Like, play punching with them. Mm. And you're just like, I'm not so sure about any of I this. I was so sure someone was going to get seriously injured in this episode, and then it didn't happen. Right? Like, Cave Slayer should not be, rent, like, roughhousing no. humans. And I mean, then when Xander kicks her out, he, like, he like drags her out in, like, an overpowering her kind of way. Yeah. She should... Definitely be kicking some butt here. Yeah, I was constantly worried weird. that would happen. Uh, Willow and Oz are having hashtag relationship trubs. Uh, Xander throws a song on the jukebox. Now, do you know the song Closing Time? Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they play Closing Time? They couldn't afford it. Oh, I assume. Oh, <laughs> they couldn't money. afford it. Fuck. Because it's, I mean, it came out in 98. I just looked it up. Oh, so you're like, it exists, guys. It exists. Why, Why the fuck aren't it? It's a, <laughs> yeah, cultural icon. Yo, like, Xander's shirt that he's wearing, essentially for the rest of this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed it. Uh-uh. Oh, I should have taken a picture. Mm. It was just, like, there's so much going on. And, like, honestly, I looked at it and looked at it and just felt like I couldn't even describe it. <laughs> it's sort of like a gray background. And then sometimes I thought there were volcanoes on it. <gasps> and then sometimes I was like, no, there's not. Those, those aren't volcanoes. But there's just so many colors and swirls. And <laughs> it was it's just weird. And it's very much, like... I think this is his bartending shirt. Mm. I think that's what it is. I don't know. 
Xander gets that title drop Woo, with title drop. beer bad. Yeah. Buffy's like, beer good. No, beer bad. Yay. Willow goes to confront Parker about being a total jag. And man, this, there's not a lot of content for the rest of this episode. No, the the notes are sparse from here out. Yeah, we, we're only halfway through. I know. And you're like, well, now nothing is going to happen. The Some first, things happen. The first yeah. half of this episode? It's pretty okay. It's a pretty okay episode. It doesn't deserve the hate it gets. Mm. <laughs> but like it has a second half. Yeah. 50% of it is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean... I wouldn't know. You interrupted me last night while I was trying to watch this episode <laughs> with talk about running. Oh. And then, I don't know, maybe I missed a bunch of the best things that happened. Probably. probably. Did um, you, okay, wait. At the end of this episode, had you learned that drinking underage and casual sex were both bad for you? No. Mm, maybe you did miss something. I was drinking the entire time. Oh, I see. Yeah. <sighs> but you're not underage, so I don't. Oh. Yeah, so I guess I did learn that lesson. Well. I learned to grow up and then drink. (laughs) Because just like the age where you become an adult, there's also an age where all of a sudden you become good at drinking. Yep. Able to drink. Excellent at drinking. Yep. That's on my business cards. Uh, Yeah, when Willow starts talking to Parker and he's mm. feeding her all of his garbage, you're just like, oh, is Willow going to like projectile vomit on him like in this episode is that what's gonna happen here because that's what i'm expecting what is the set that they're in i don't actually know because it's like a lounge cafe it seems like yeah it seemed like a cafe hmm. probably maybe like in one of the like, it's a basement student, cafe yeah like in the student center i don't know i'm building a world that is not i mean they're but they're gonna burn it so oh right maybe they, yeah, were just they like, won't come back we here. need a set we're not gonna use again we're right gonna light it on fire Oh, God. Is fire expensive? Was this expensive? <laughs> Was beer bad expensive? I hope that they got more money from the drug association. Oh, let's talk about that right now. Let's do it. So, the Office of National Drug Control Policy was offering funds to shows that promoted an anti-drug message. Can you shorten that down for me? The ONDCP. on. It's a bad acronym. ONDCOP? Is that an acronym? ONDCOP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on but there's no on cop. Okay, yeah, on cop. Yeah, right. They had there was some grant that if you had anti drugs in your show, you got the money. Mm. So they did this episode, and funding was rejected for the episode because, and I quote, "Drugs were an issue, but it was an otherworldly nonsense, very abstract, and not like real life kids taking drugs." Viewers wouldn't make the link to the on cops message. <laughs> So, it was all for naught. What? Doesn't that make it so much worse? It does make it so much worse. <laughs> they didn't get any money they did from not it? Because it wasn't... Like, okay, I understand that it's, like, supernatural. You know, they underage drink beer and then turn to cavemen. But, like, as far as metaphors go, I think kids can probably make that connection. But, like, it was, it was too difficult. Xander literally says beer bad. Yeah. The rest of this episode got just got a lot more depressing. So, <laughs> in light of that, let's go to one of the positive IMDb reviews. Not Taylor Kingston. There are just a number of positive what? reviews for this episode. And I figured we could splice them in yeah. when things are getting too depressing. It's interesting, too, because... So, like, 
in the um in the imdb ratings it shows you like how many people voted for that episode mm. so like for instance the top episode once more feeling has like over six thousand user <sighs> votes and has 9.8 out of 10. most of the episodes have like between one and two thousand votes but like i mean a lot of them are sort of like low 1000s and this episode has 1700 so like a lot of people went out of their way to come and say, say what they this thought is bad yeah well i'm sure you'll like to know that one out of three people found the following review <laughs> useful i'm sure i would this is from mahoney jane and it is titled underrated oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long one so i'm not gonna go through a lot of it uh this episode does its job, but not the job you would think. We see what drinking beer has done to Buffy, but instead of being genuinely concerned, we're laughing at her and her ridiculous behavior. None of us necessarily want to go drinking afterwards, but we're not sitting through an hour of long lecture about consequences we would, like we would with Seventh Heaven or other shows. Seventh Heaven being one of the things that Aunt Cop was also But Seventh granting. Heaven is like a specifically religious yes, show. Like, Seventh Heaven, Seventh Heaven is a very different show than this show. Hey, man. The message is clear and simple, stated by the man Xander himself. Beer bad, bad, bad beer. <laughs> that is the line. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's continue with this. Excellent. Oh, and sorry. I forgot. It's a nine out of ten. Fuck that. <laughs> One of the, uh, a BBC reviewer who, like, wrote a review of this episode complained about its American puritanism. <laughs> And criticized the writer for delivering a trite and obvious message in a series containing such an abundant feminist subtext. Because really, like, having a metaphor that's just, like, this, it, and trite is an excellent word for it, is just depressing. I'm not going to say that a lot of the arguments for this episode are well written in particular. <laughs> they don't use words like trite. Right. Or debauchery. But maybe we're just the same hoity-toity crowd. That's getting beer poisoned in this episode Shit. for thinking we're better than the people who liked it. I this metaphor really fell apart. Uh huh. That's okay though. You're you've had twelve ciders, so <laughs> I'm on my fourth. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say whatever I want. They can got, whoever they want. <laughs> what do we got? We got the you interrupted me while I was watching things. Sure, me, sure. Meanwhile. Oh, frat boys are cavemanning it up in the bar. Then Xander gets knocked down by one of the frat boys after he's transformed. And then the transformation! It's begun! (laughs) Oh, God. Yo, man, Xander concussion count for real, though. Like, it doesn't last very long and he seems, like, pretty okay afterwards. But, I don't know, I felt... Like, and Xander was one of the people that they treated his getting knocked out (laughs) So seriously. How are we for Bloodwatch on this season? Bloodwatch is pretty light this yeah, entire Bloodwatch, season. Bloodwatch has been light. I wonder if it moved again. Interesting. Because, yeah, like, there was definitely more blood last season. Yeah. There's a lot more. Hmm. It was almost once an episode we yeah. would see blood. We're five we episodes deep here, anything. and I'm not sure we've seen anything. No. That's weird. Yeah. Bloodwatch is back up, I guess. We find out that Xander's lighter was a plot device all along. For him to tell the cavemen that fire angry. Yeah, fire angry yeah. at them. Yeah. And they all run away. <laughs> fire angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we don't even have a segment. 
but we're getting into this part of the episode where it's just a bunch of cave people wandering around campus. Oh, and you're just like, Doing wow, cave things. I don't even know what's happening because I'm so bored. It's yeah. so hard to watch. Yeah. It's upsettingly hard to watch these cave people doing their cave things <laughs> around campus. Like, legitimately, I was not watching. I was just like, oh, they're going to do cave things now. I'll just write my notes. For 10 minutes. Is that really? No. I didn't time it. At least five, It though. feels like an eternity. I don't know. They're, like, in a tree, and then they, like, are eating oh leaves. Oh, my God. Or, and then cars. Cars uh, are scary, and then they hit a car a bunch. Yeah. And then they kidnap two women. Yeah, then things take a dark turn. It's pretty rapey from the rest of this onwards. And, like, so it's this idea that, like, oh, the, you know, the caveman dragging the woman back to his cave. And you're, like, okay, sure, that's a thing people say about cavemen or sure. whatever. But, like, let's just not include that in the episode. Right? Like, why? Why? Because that's the danger that Buffy would be saving them from normally is yeah. the threat of rape. Instead, it's the threat of fire burning them all to Pretty death. Pretty much. Hey, yeah. lighthearted. Woo! No. Uh, okay. Taking us back into the best episode ever <laughs> side of things. We go check in with the barman. Right. right. The bar, the actual bartender right. that Xander is employed by. Yeah. He was behind the entire thing. <gasps> He was what? He's a what? He's a what? He's a what? He's a what? She's a what? He's a what? He was what? He's a music man. <laughs> Shocked gasp indeed, Michaela. <laughs> His line where he says, oh yeah. My brother-in-law's a warlock. And he just says it so casually. It's so casually. <laughs> that rockets it back up to the top oh, of the charts. wow. We're just... Are you kidding? That was a genuine laugh for me. And, I mean, it... Like, it's nicely self-aware that, like, yeah, he's a guy who works at UC Sunnydale. Right. Like, sure, I'm very on board with his brother being a warlock. Yeah. And he just, like, yeah, says it like it's no big deal. Like, yeah, he knows some warlocks. Yeah, like, cool, He's cool. got an actual in with this one. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I good. I thought it was amazing. It was so good. I was pretty checked out. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't even know what I've written. Giles has shiny pants at some point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into this. Giles is here fucking finally. Uh, for, like, nothing. For nothing. No, he does nothing. They could have done... I'm pretty sure his entire filming took half a day. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Does your research tell us anything about what Tony was up to here? Honestly, I just think there's no place for him in this episode. Oh. Other than to come and, like, try to be the, like, father figure of, like, oh, you shouldn't have given Buffy beer. I and thought like, he was at least filming something else, because he is in two scenes. Yeah. I think they really, like, right now in the series, they, like, don't know what to do with Giles. Oh. Because, right, like, no one has to do research in this episode. And, like, this was really what we used Giles for. Giles yeah. knew everything. Yeah. The bartender tells Xander everything in, like, a sentence. Yep. Right? And, like... Xander's just like, oh, it's you. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, poison them. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Well, we're off in a day. It'll yeah. be fine. And you're like, oh, so I guess we don't really have anything for Giles to do then. Huh. Yeah. Because, like, what else would he have been doing? Because the other thing is, him just, like, being on campus doesn't make sense. No. Unless there's, like, a problem. It's also interesting because they've got problems with figuring out what Xander's going to be doing. So they're, <laughs> they've got yes. two... To three major characters, if you count Anya, yeah. that are just floating around with not much to do. So far, this season has been pretty Buffy-Willow heavy. Yeah. Right? Buffy and Willow have gone to college. Here are some things that are happening to them at college. Huh. And then, like, yeah, we're trying to find ways to sort of, like, 
insert Xander. And then like, do we make Giles just keep showing up on campus and hanging out with them? That's pretty weird. We give them a courtyard. Maybe they can all go there. Parker and Willow seen briefly. Parker's going to show or tell Willow something private. <laughs> something, something private. Something, something dick in a box. Sure. Uh, and this was the point where I was like, I got to run tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I think I'm running fairly early. <laughs> Which is again the case tomorrow. I'm gonna oh, run tomorrow. That's on you. Hopefully this isn't too much alcohol. Yeah, I might not be running tomorrow. Be we'll fine. see. Hey, Willow isn't falling for Parker's tricks. Uh, and like, she's on. Did you him. ever think she was? No. Well, and so the other part of this for me was like. Parker clearly knows, at least tangentially, who Willow yeah. is. So he probably has an idea that, like, Willow's in a relationship. So then, like, literally, what is he... Why is he trying this? Is it just, like, this is his go-to for everyone who is female? Yeah, no, that's how he interacts with women. That's I think disgusting. is how that works. Yeah, I don't know. And, yeah, so he's just... it's Willow shuts him down pretty hard. And you're like, you know, I enjoyed that to an extent. Wouldn't it be great to see him get knocked out several times? We'll get to that. <laughs> Parker concussion counts going up. Woo! So the prehistoric pack shows up downstairs at the question mark cafe. Sure, whatever. Knocks everyone out. So they knock out Willow, they knock out Parker. Concussion count going up across the board. They've also kidnapped a couple of girls, which Ooh. is suboptimal. Yeah, so the girls are there, Willow's there, and you're just like, I hate everything about this. Very quickly, the sex cave catches on fire. They Do were they trying... start the fire? Do they build a fire? No, we didn't start the fire. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Just we angry now. <laughs> yeah. The, the fire, because the fire, yeah, they started the fire. Right, and then everything else catches on fire because it's like not a cave. Or they had many candles around. I remember that they had the candles in the cafe oh. that my parents used to have with like the, they were like. This is really specific. Bulbous candle holders. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. So maybe they just Glass. knock some candle over. They're, I mean, they're cavemen. They're really dumb. They don't know anything about fire. Yeah, fire good. I don't know. Unless it's fire weird. angry. It's like they know about fire, but then later on, like, Buffy tries to touch the fire. She's standing, like, beside it. Like, you're like, it's pot there. <laughs> maybe don't try that. Okay, so so Xander's been knocked out. Yeah. Willow's been knocked out. Parker's been knocked Xander's out. Xander's been knocked out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. In a sea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a yeah. sea of concussions. Right. Giles gets hit by Buffy and does not get knocked <gasps> out. <laughs> Oh, I missed that Giles concussion count. It's it could so still long. happen. It's, but like, I, it's gonna happen this, more. This poor man, how many times? You We've know? got like what four full seasons almost to go. Should say he's gonna be knocked out a bunch before the end of that. How high can we go? Right, <laughs> like, like pretty high. It's gonna go I up. Hope so what do we got? Oh yeah, so everything's on fire, but maybe we have the hope that Parker might burn to death, Ooh. which would give some redemption to this episode. <gasps> no. I have a way better idea. Tell me. He's horribly scarred. <gasps> Men and then women won't talk to him because to of the his pain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Children will cry out. Dogs will bark. Yeah. So like he then like there's a spin-off series where Parker has to like learn how to be a good person <laughs> because of his horrible fire scarring. <laughs> we can all hope, right? <laughs> That's not what happened. And then they all died by smoke inhalation. The end. So much smoke. They're like, oh, oh that's smoky. Oh, and you're the, like, you're No, dead. the only cough when they're outside the building. <laughs> when they're breathing the smoke, everything's fine. When they're outside the smoke, that's when they cough. Which is strange. Huh. Anyway, Buffy something something fire extinguisher something something jump to save Willow. 
where is Tony for this entire thing? Anthony Stewart had, uh, no, where for art thou? Oh, wait, no, we find out where he is. Oh, he's, yeah, he's asking a, a student, like, hey, have you seen a girl that walks with a sideways limp? Blah, blah, blah. Parker wakes up. Buffy knocks him the fuck down again. <laughs> Parker concussion out for this episode is at two. Fuck, man. He's just like, here we go. That works for me, too. The episode ends. Parker has permanent brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, Buffy's a hero or something. Okay. She gets everyone out. What's up? This is the last picture in the Dropbox. So I like lost my mind when Buffy's stunt double did the like crazy. So there's a picture of Buffy's stunt double in the Dropbox and her arms are just like bananas. (laughs) Holy shit. And like when she does, she like jumps up to the things on the ceiling and then like climbs across them with her arms oh, and like yeah. squeezes herself. I was just like, oh my god, you're so strong. And I looked at Buffy's stunt double. Have you looked at her abs? Yeah, no. She's like, her whole body's insane. Yeah. I, I want your abs. <laughs> this woman's insane. That's amazing. Yeah. Holy her shit. Her arms are so veiny. Like, I understand that before you take a picture like this, you like only drink water for two days or whatever right. so that your veins stand out. But they're just so... do a few so, push-ups. They're so veiny. <laughs> but look at her shoulders for fuck's sakes. <laughs> I'm still on the abs. The abs are incredible. Yeah. Like there's, you see the side of her body and you see where the abs go in before right? that. Because like her obliques are also yeah. crazy. There's like a crevice on either side of her abs. <laughs> Holy shit. She has at least eight. I don't even know, man. She's rocking pack? a 12 pack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Um, Buffy's a hero. Gets blah, everyone blah. out, including Parker. Blah, blah, blah. Fire department shows up, day saved, etc. Frat boys are locked up in a car. Final lesson about beer being bad. <sighs> Whatever. Or foamy. Who cares? Parker concussion counts at three, though, because that <laughs> thing that Buffy wanted to have happen happens exactly how she wanted to have, to have it happen. But she's all caveman-y, and so she just knocks the fuck out of Parker. Which, honestly, is pretty satisfying. It's good. Because you have to imagine that, like, if Buffy had been Buffy, she would have been like, oh, Parker, I did save you. Can we be together now? Yeah. But Cave Slayer is just like, Parker, bad. Yeah. Hit Parker. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. You've called, her, you've called him Parker so many times. I know. Today. I'm sorry. I feel like I've let you down. I mean, we have Ri-Fi. Ri-Fi, so yeah. Don't forget about that. Hopeful- I keep hoping that Parker's just gone from this show because I don't remember him. And I keep thinking that means something like Kathy, the roommate, where, like, she was in it for an episode and a half. Yeah. Generously. So, I mean, arguably, before this episode, Buffy was still hung up on Parker. None of this was resolved. Right. Even, even in the Halloween episode, she was like, oh, Parker. That can't... was the episode before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah. So, okay, you're right, it was. But, yeah, so, like, she's she's there. She can't make her pumpkin. Whatever. And you're just like, this episode... It has nothing to do with any of that, but she's still complaining. Sure. So then you're like, okay, are they going to actually resolve this or do we just forget about Parker? Do you feel like they've maybe now resolved this? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, because Buffy was under the influence the entire time. But, like, she still knocked Parker out several times. Like, But that's cave Buffy. He's never going to talk to her again. <laughs> but he wasn't talking to her already. Listen. That wasn't the problem. The problem was not that Parker was There's talking no to Parker, her. There's no Parker, okay? Okay, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Steve Holt, maybe he can come back. Steve Holt! Steve Holt! All right. Well, Michaela, did you... We're done, right? Yo, yo, we're so done. Okay. Hundo P. Did you like this episode? I know. It's just... At very least, it's not out of time. Right. Like, there are things that happen in it. 
that are relevant to like previous and future episodes. Oz and Willow. Right. Very of, much so. Mostly that. And then like we get a little bit of Bit of Parker resolution, yeah. bit of Ri-Fi. Yeah. That's that's about it. Yeah. But yeah, when you compare it to something like Reptile Boy, <laughs> in my mind, there's no, there's nothing, like there's no comparison. Reptile Boy is the worst episode. <laughs> and this is the thing, right? Like it's always coming back down to why, like what makes it the worst. Yeah. Right? And that's going to be up to each individual person. You feel like the Reptile Boy is the worst because you can literally put it anywhere in season two yeah. and it makes no difference because it has no bearing on anything. I feel like this was not as bad as Reptile Boy. I feel like it wasn't as bad as several of the season one episodes. Yeah. Because at least this one had some funny bits to latch on to. Mantis Trubs? <laughs> like Bug Trubs. Literally, oh, I cannot trubs. think of a single redeeming thing from that episode right now. No. And... I think part of the reason people hate this episode so much, it's the morality. Thing, right. Right? They don't want it to is be preached overly moralizing. at. Yeah. Yeah. And for no purpose, as you told us. <laughs> That's so depressing. That's so depressing. It's the worst. It's crazy. Oh, it's just the worst, yeah. Well, listeners, you need not take our word oh, for it. Good. Because we good, have good, good. the one where... God, Buffy's a caveman. Buffy turns into a cavewoman. Bam! Yeah. Yes. Teeks. I am Teeks. <laughs> well, then, you must also love this episode. Fuck, I knew it! I was so sure! <laughs> it's very funny. Oh. It confused me the first time I saw it, but now I get it. <laughs> so this is an earlier Teeks. It doesn't have the, the accoutrement that the later Teeks have. God, we're fancy we're very fancy. It we're very loose today. Sure. Um, oh, yeah. Right. Let's pick out some good stuff from this review. Buffy gets drunk, but not like nor- people normally do. She seems to have turned into a prehistoric cavewoman. <laughs> the men she was drinking with grow those weird eyebrow ridges as they have turned into cavemen. They all start destroying things that are obsessed with fire. Bartender spike the drinks using magic to infuse his homemade bear. B-E-A-R. He spelled beer wrong? Spelled beer wrong. Adorable. That's so cute. (laughs) With something that caused this weird phenomenon. Which he got right. Phenomenon's right, but beer's wrong. Uh, That's confusing. Maybe maybe typing on a phone. But Yeah, because autocorrect. Yeah, autocorrect. Mm. What? No, how do you mistype beer? Because that's a... But that's a... mm. No, no, because it's too easy. Is it B-E-R-R? Auto-corrected to B-E-A-R. Anyway, what do you think that Teeks gave this episode? Oh, God. You won't like it. I mean, I know it's going to be so much higher than I want it to be. It can't be a 10. It's not. Okay, thank God. Because I was going to say 9. It's an 8. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah, this is an 8 out of 10 from Taylor Kingston. Oh, Teeks. (laughs) <laughs> let's go back into the delve into the uh, imdb reviews the and 10 again out, 10 out of 10 reviews i'm not sure there are any for this episode oh one of them though seven out of 38 f- people found the <laughs> following review useful and it's not positive it's a one out of 10 oh damn but <laughs> i like the one line from it this episode alone makes the whole series seem garbage wow i mean <laughs> Okay, if you would have just watched this episode, 
right, and seen nothing else of this of this series, you'd probably think like, oh, this is not a very good television show. Yeah. But why you would have done that? Maybe you would think, man, those caveman wigs are just off the chain. They deserve an Emmy. <laughs> We've got a review called Terrible that puts it at four out of ten stars. Uh, the Forgiveness of Buffy puts it at an eight again, which I don't know, guys. Beer Bat's a funny episode of Buffy having lots of humor. Oh, no. The transformation of the nasty students into prehistorical men is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, this was not a good episode. But, Michaela, we find the diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. <laughs> the outfit that saves it all. Oh. I mean, I don't know that there's any coming back from any of this. I really think I need to go with Bang's girl's twin set. Her hairstyle <laughs> contributes to the twin set in yeah, an amazing way. It really does. I really feel like, like she was the, like archetype of a frat not frat girl a sorority, sorority girl, girl yeah. in like the early 2000s like it's so depressing i'm so glad we've come to scream queens <laughs> level the, their clothes are amazing they're so much better they're, i love everything they wear their hair is so much better listen i know you didn't really watch season two no but taylor lautner is hilarious all right and i never thought i would say those words in my life i need to watch that now but yeah okay to taylor lautner now well, of course, then we come to the question of who won no. this episode. <laughs> Giles wasn't in it. Nope, Giles, Anya wasn't in it, so they No, I'm have. saying the Giles could win because he was not tainted mm-hmm. by it. He didn't get concussed. Fuck. He didn't get concussed in an episode where there are at least Rife. five other concussions. Rife with concussions. Six. One of the girls gets concussed and carried in over the shoulder of one of the cavemen. True say, true say. Okay, so like, I mean... All things considered, Buffy actually doesn't come off too bad in this episode. No. Like, being Cave Slayer, she should have seriously injured several people. Several people, like, a lot. Xander for sure. Oh, yeah. Probably, like, multiple of those frat guys. Oh, hell yeah. So she injures no one, gets to save Parker, and then, like, gives him permanent brain damage. <sighs> right? So, like, that sounds pretty good to me. Who knows what side effects you'll have from all that smoke inhalation. You know? Like... <laughs> Okay, you can go for Buffy. I'm going to stick with Giles for not getting concussed in an episode of six concussions. And just, like, not being tainted by the episode. Exactly, yeah. Mm. I He wasn't filming anything else? I, not according to this. But, like, this is imperfect. Sure. As you said. Damn, though. Technical correctness. Damn. All right, well, what do we have coming up next? Surely it's better than this, right? Yeah. Man, if we were right into Sex House episode, oh, no, it's there's, there's no way time. that we could be for no. Riley. No. Yeah. They, yeah, like, what would you even think if all of a sudden it's like, oh, Buffy, I now I'm into you. They're just Let's, screwing like yeah, rabbits. In yeah. the house with, I don't know why we're here together, but yep, that would be a weird, oh, such a weird statement for them to make, especially after all this Parker stuff. Oh, it's so weird. Okay. The next episode is called uh, Wild at Heart. Oh, uh, that suggests to me werewolf things. Are there going to be two werewolves? Yeah. A good question. Yes, there will be. A good question a person might ask. I would ask that. You might ask that. Would I get an answer? Not a useful one. (laughs) When do you get useful answers? That's garbage. (laughs) I swear there have been times. Maybe. But yeah, uh, I mean, it's going to be a lot more relevant than this episode, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, this was not quite unstuck in time, but it wasn't far off. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's tough, because in the first half, you're really like... 
is this the worst episode there right? is? And like the answer is just probably not. No. And then I wonder, I don't know. Like, so this episode wouldn't even exist if not for this garbage about Blonde Cop, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that we have a snappy thing to call it. And so then, yeah, like to come at it from the perspective of like if they did this without the like shoving the morality down your throat but there's no episode without that no, that's the no entire episode. purpose of yeah. it yeah i don't know it's just an embarrassment really like <laughs> it shouldn't happen in season four no and that's they should the have their part, shit together right? by now like to compare it to season one episodes is very unfair and even to see to early season two is pretty unfair yeah because yeah they should have their shit together by now and that's like true. i mean the beginning of this season, I would say, is pretty weak. Like, yeah. Like, has there been something? Like, Fear Itself was fun. Sure. But also not a lot of substance. No. Um, there hasn't been a lot of substance. Light of Day was fun. Oh, yeah, that was the Spike one. And, like, yeah, Parker banging. Right. So, again, like, it's just sort of... And then there was, like, all roommate trubs. And then there was, like, first time at college trubs. So it's all very, like... It seems a lot more episodic. Like, where's yeah. where's the the arc? You right? are living on a fixed time scale because you've got twenty two episodes per season. Yeah, which seems like a lot until you start devoting five of them to episodic things. Right. Like, and I mean, we've had we didn't have any commandos this time, did we? No, no, no randos. No rando commandos. But like the other times, we we had them in the background. For most of the other episodes, like they're there, but it's not like we haven't entered into anything. As you said, Ri-Fi is just like casual acquaintances with Buffy. Yeah, like yeah. knows her by sight, but doesn't really want to talk to her for extended periods of time. Well, she's a disgusting undergrad. So yeah, exactly. Why, why would he? Yeah. It's crazy. Now, I did look ahead uh, two episodes accidentally when just Good. looking at Netflix stuff. Great, I saw yeah. that two from now is titled the initiative maybe <laughs> and i fucking know what that's gonna be <laughs> partially uh, i mean partially yeah not a lot but yeah by the time we're into episode seven You're and gonna... i know episode 10 is hush and that's about it right so things are going to start happening What's but that? This, like, the beginning of this season is pretty much, like, figuring out what do we do with these characters now that they're in this new environment. Right. Is that Xander gets syphilis episode in this season? Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I thought it might be. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. I remember that. Because <laughs> his penis got diseases from the Shumash tribe. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I know that, that shit happens at some point. <laughs> Figured that was this season. Man, that seems like it's going to be a late-ish episode for when they want to concentrate on plot stuff. Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Well, I think that's about it. Unless there's anything else you've got. No, we are done. I'm four ciders deep, so I'm definitely done. Our listeners can always reach out to us on the email, beyondvenue.hellmouth at gmail.com. You like get mail there. Or the Reddit, that's buffy.reddit.com. Or even our social network du jour, uh, Lego Life, the social network from my personal favorite toy company, the Lego Company. I'm on there at Lego Davy, which may have been my original email address because I was a cool kid. Uh, how old were you? Uh, 
six, I'll oh, say. So cool. I wish I was that cool. <laughs> Des wasn't. Michaela. <laughs> well, I don't have a pre-existing name for this, unfortunately. I am on there at Michaelego. I I'll made accept a it. Do you see what I did? Yeah, you <laughs> saved an entire letter <laughs> yeah. by squishing together the words no, Michaela and I, Lego. No, I saved two letters because I don't have to use the L twice. Just once, and then the A is gone. So, net. No, it's like two. So. Oh yeah, the A. Right. <laughs> I forgot you the didn't name. Know spell my fucking name. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally blanked on that one. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it from us then. Yeah. <laughs> and until next time, farewell from the, the hell now. Hell now. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no.